Hello and welcome to the Virtual Cafe. I'm your host, Shagilala Salami. Um, who's next, please? Uh, this is Dr. Mary Wingo from on top of the Andes in Ecuador, South America. Oh, hi, Dr. Um, Wingo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, for a second, I lost, I lost my train of thought. Okay, uh, what would you like to drink? Uh, oh gosh, I think well, I, what I would like is um, some South American cocoa with uh, some queso, just a touch of queso y canela. Okay, well, I'm in London. I don't think we've got Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. The, the, okay, we're 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 in London. Okay, yes. See, I would like I would like cocoa with uh, some cheese and um, and uh, cinnamon for favor. Thank you. That sounds better. So I've got some hundred percent fair trade cocoa, uh, or I've got the regular stuff that's got all the additives in it. Which one do you want? Oh, uh, I think I think I would I I want the rich stuff. I'm I'm you know I'm a highfalutin, high uh, high maintenance type of gal. So yeah. <laughs> give, me, give, give me the good stuff. <laughs> yes, I'll I'll do that. Unfortunately, though, some people don't like the good stuff because I think they're sort of um used to the taste of the adulterated stuff with all the extra things, so they prefer it because it's sweet, not necessarily knowing that it's not actually the good stuff. Yes, I know. We've, we've 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 been trained for a long time, haven't we? In the in the wicked ways of modernization. Yes, yes. So tell me, what do you do, Doctor Wingo? Oh well, like I said, I'm I'm sitting here on top of a mountain. I, actually, it's in Aquinca, Ecuador, one of the loveliest cities on earth it has to be one of the, the greatest cities on earth and uh and I, I i'm here to talk to you about the human stress response it's actually uh i have got a legitimate uh topic i want to discuss with you today hmm. okay so doctor is that what you specialize in stress well, well, I actually, actually, I quit science ten years ago. You know, I, you know, to be like a small business person, unrelated to science. But this goes back twenty years. This goes back twenty years, and and I just the the way things are going, you know, in our in our societies, and in, in your culture, in my old culture, um, I figured I I needed to really, really get a, a good a good work out there that discusses what stress really is so so your listeners can really understand what stress really is so so they can effectively manage it in these uh, unstable times okay so I know I read a little bit um, in your email when you contacted me so now you've done some analysis right was that a proper um, um, scientific analysis or how did you do it well, I mean, this starts out like 20 years ago, and and you know this is actually like you know where you know how I got my degree. I, I you know and and the reason why I was so interested in stress was that at that time it was just coming out just how strongly connected how diseases and early deaths and um, disability much of it arises from unmanaged stress and we were just starting to understand the biology of it and, and ultimately it's really how we adapt so we need to mm. actually go back to darwin to you know get the final final word with this but it's ultimately how we um how we adapt our bodies to whatever um environment we happen to find ourselves in hmm. okay 
see, I like to understand, you know, the people who come on, on the, you know, into the virtual cafe, you know, sort of. So you started off as a doctor. What type of doctor were you? Oh, I'm just a PhD scientist. I'm, I'm a lowly, lowly scientist from Texas. No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no all doctors are good. No, so, no, seriously. <laughs> what sort of PhD did you do? Uh, is in a human physiology with an emphasis on human stress research, human human physiology. Ah, see now that makes that makes more sense because you know the readers will be thinking, well, what kind of doctor is this? You know, where where what's your background in stress? Okay, okay, so we're making progress. So you've done your you know your PhD, your research in stress. Okay, that's fine. So and then you did this what twenty years ago? Oh well, no, it's not that far. But, but my journey into investigating what the human stress response was began 20 years ago. I'm not quite that ah. old. It's like 2000, <laughs> 2000, 2000. No, that's fine. Okay, I, I think I understand now. <laughs> right, okay, cool. No, that's, that's fine. Okay, so tell it's me now. It's a so long time, a long time. So long, long, it is. long time. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, but like I said, it's not that long because some research, um, you know, sometimes they take even longer, you know, to be able to see, you know, the long term effect oh, of certain uh -huh. things. Oh, oh thousand, um, thousand years or longer for some things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So now you've written a book on stress, right? So tell us about your book. Oh, it's this, it's this little thing. Uh, well, I mean, if you, do you really want me to be honest? Be honest, please. <sighs> okay, I'll be honest. Okay, it's this little thing um, that is stuck in my craw. Because um, one thing, one thing I always did, I always kept up with advances in, um, you know, what, what researchers were, were discovering in, in the human uh, stress response realm. And, and as I started putting pieces together, I've always been a big reader. You know, yeah. No matter what, I've always been, um, you know, a big, big reader. So I always kept up, always kept up. And, and things started sort of culminating that mm. it seems like the public health realm um, needed to know about, you know, seriously, yeah. like, like, oh, well, this is stuff that, you know, healthcare practitioners really kind of need to adopt. Uh, this is some really, you know, some really, really important stuff. Well, you know, I, I kept putting it off and, and, you know, I, I knew, I knew this was going to take like, you know, like 10 pounds of flesh. It was, <laughs> I was going to be one tired, one tired puppy after doing it. So I put it off, but I kept waiting for somebody smarter and more prestigious to do it. I kept waiting mm -hmm. for somebody else to do it, yet nobody else was doing it. And as mm. things are kind of falling apart in our societies, especially yeah. we have to worry about, especially the, uh, uh, was it, is it NHS that you have yeah. um, over there? Yeah. It's just the same as the U.S. It's very, very strained right now. And then the populace is also very stressed and strained, too, because of the instability mm. of everything. So, you know, it was this jungle medicine. is ultimately the damn jungle medicine mm. that pushed me forward and made the words literally spill from my fingertips. It was like somebody else was writing the book. Mm, I totally, I totally get. So now just to make sure that we're on the same page. Now the stress that you write about, does that focus on stress um, on the human population as a whole? Or do you focus on adults? Or do you focus on children or everybody? 
Well, I'm focusing on modernized society because unfortunately it's the modernized, more westernized um, societies that have the biggest problem with stress. And when I mean problem with stress, I am talking like a huge chunk out of their yeah. uh, gross domestic product. I mean, we're, we're talking huge sinks of cost that could further destabilize, um, you know, parts of our institutions. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, this is a bit, and, and it was kind of weird coming down here to Ecuador. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm immersed in the society here. Um, and uh, I've, you know, gotten to know many different types of Ecuadorians. It's a, it's a heterogeneous culture. And, mm. But one thing I realized they all had in common, and also the folks in Colombia and Peru, is that they don't have near the problems with stress-related illness that our cultures do. And I'm like, yeah, and you go to the social clinics that, you know, you would think that would be lines and lines and lines because they are free or low cost. And you go in there and it's like a ghost town. You know, there's hardly anybody usually in these places. Usually the doctor's waiting right for you. Yeah. Ecuadorians aren't as sick. Colombians aren't as sick. Peruvians aren't as sick. What is going on? Well, they manage mm. their stress. So what I'm talking about is mainly stress that affects us in, our, in the, modern, the so-called modernized cultures, the westernized cultures. Yes. Yes. But I, I'm sort of what I'm asking though is, do you focus on just adults? Because modern society does ha affect young children as well, even the youth. Oh, and no, no. It's everybody. It's everybody. Right. It's, it's okay. everybody who happens to um, have been indoctrinated, culturated uh, in, you know, westernized society. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I'm so sort of... You, 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 no, you also on. see this in, uh, in foreigners as well. So you have yes. uh, folks that um, come from, you know, various, um, uh, you know, various societies that are quote unquote considered not as developed and they, they don't have the problems with stress related illness, but yet they come and they adopt uh, westernized ways. And sure enough, like clockwork, um, yeah. they, yeah, they develop the heart disease, the diabetes, the um, mental illness at, you know, the rates that um, us, us that are in the more Anglo sphere do. I mean, it's, it's, so it's a lifestyle. It's not necessarily genetics. Yes, no, t totally. I totally, I totally get that um, because you know I was having this discussion with a friend that um, just by virtue of being alive, you know, till you die, you have to be working. You know, I mean, at least in the yeah. in the UK, because you know, you you know, yeah. one bill, yeah. you paid one bill, you think, phew, I survived, I paid this bill, and then you know, you blink, and it's like the next bill is there, and you know, it's just this vicious cycle that that's you know. That's you know unending. Um, okay, so right, stress expert, tell us. You're, you're, no, you're 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 onto something there. See, um, okay, the big part of our problems that we have because it's the same in the U.S. I mean, you mm. just it's almost impossible to remain out of debt, no matter how frugal you are. I mean, because there's always some surprise bill, you know, medical bill, tax bill that you didn't expect. I mean, like wow, I didn't budget for that, or I wasn't expecting that. I thought I'd paid everything. And all of a sudden, you're hit with something or a lawsuit. You know, we love to sue in the U.S. But, but <laughs> basically, oh, yeah, oh, my God, you know, coming down here to South America, they've got the same laws on the books, but it's, yeah. um, they just don't sue as much. They tend to work it out, and it usually gets worked out amicably. Um, yeah. So, 
so it's again i'm looking at the difference in cultures and the hostility and the um sort of adversarial nature but ultimately ultimately the one main thing that that affects us that is not as common in other types of cultures mm. is the fact of our complexity. It's mm. the fact that we, we put too much strain and stress on the mechanisms of our frontal lobe that allow for executive function mm. and, um, uh, you know, for, um, for rational thought. And yeah. so the more stress that we keep ourselves under, the higher that cortisol, the higher the chance that your body is going to go into energy conservation mode and shut down the frontal lobes. And, and so you're, you're truly wacky then. You, you cannot plan forward. You cannot solve your own stressful problems and you emotionally dysregulate. That, this is a big problem our cultures have because mm. of just the sheer taxing and complexity and multitasking and the overscheduling mm. that we put on ourselves, which strains are very fragile frontal lobes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I'm actually remembering a conversation that I had with someone a long, 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 long time ago. Well, actually, not that long ago. I'm not that old either. <laughs> um, and basically, he was, um, he had been divorced and loads of issues. I think the wife took it to the house and he was homeless and loads of things. And so he was then really, really stressed. And then he was going, he was like, oh, yeah, the doctor said that, you know, because he was stressed, he was then getting insulin resistant. Um, what was it now? He was getting insulin resistance, and that in turn then led to him having diabetes, which he didn't have That's for right. all the problems that he had in his life um, going on. So now, does your book cover the solution to, you know, to, to this problem? You know, we've, we've uncovered, I mean, stress, you know, manifests itself in so many different ways. Um, and so for adults, we're going to come back to children, for adults, how can they, you know, manage the effects of the stressful lifestyle? Well, the first thing, and I don't know if we've got the time today in our coffee break, but I think I can cover it rather quickly. Okay. For, for your listeners, for everyone out there, to understand the five major causes of stress in modernized society. Would you like for me to go over this? Um, briefly, please. <laughs> okay. So, number one is what, what I just covered a second ago. The, the strain that modern society puts on our frontal lobes. Okay. So, you know, it's basically, um, you know, the more complex, the more thinking, the more uh, messing with our devices and constantly being engaged, multitasking, yeah. just mm. overdoing it. Okay. The, the higher the chance um, we have of shutting down parts of our rational uh, thought and our emotional control, because ultimately yeah. what happens is that the mechanisms in our frontal lobe become fatigued and shut down. So. Yeah. You understand the frontal lobe is our is our most is our like most is our primary stress response organ. It is what has made us successful as a species. And why are we successful as a species? Is because we can mitigate stress better than other animals can. We can control our environment. So mm. so yeah, we're 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 overtaxing that right there. Number two, number two is living in an unequal society. I mean, when you're the, the low man on the totem pole, and we probably know about that, mm. um, sensitive 
uh, to the ravages of the environment because you know when you're a top guy you've got more resources you could have minions take care of your stressful aspects of your life yeah. you know and you're you're buffeted you're protected but when you're at the bottom you have the crap of everything you have you know the crappiest you know places to live with you know the crappiest jobs the crappiest schedules with the crappiest health care crappiest child care you yeah. know and it just goes on so you're more vulnerable yeah. to the ravages of the environment and as a result your body is in a stressed mode to try to keep its equilibrium and this is yeah. very well studied um by the world health organization and this effect is especially pronounced on men so you have a spike in stress related illness disability and early death and then this goes into number three is loss of social capital okay we're just you know we've lost our participation in civic groups religious groups political groups since the 1850s our cultures have really gone down and in the united states it's just a disaster and we've lost um touch with our communities because we get a job we have to move or we go to school we have to move that tears us apart uh, from our community and then the, since the jobs over you know turn over so quickly you know we're not expected to keep them for life you know we get laid off or whatever then we go to another job we go to another community i and it, it's a very very destructive on the formation of social capital of social support and again like um you know being you know on the top of a social pyramid when you have protection yeah. from others they protect you from the ravages of stress from the environment mm -hmm. which leads us to number four your yeah. mind depletion or derangement of the human biome which is those critters that live in your gut you know micro microorganisms that live in your gut on your skin and, and in, in your orifices in your yeah. orifices uh yes in, in those orifices as well We've allowed these um, through our various habits that we have in modernized society to become deranged or depleted, the populations. And because of that, because they perform so many physiological functions, biological functions, like, like synthesis of vitamins, like uh, immune signaling, endocrine signaling, cellular growth from those microorganisms that evolved with us over millions of years. Yeah. Well, we screwed all that up, so we've lost part of our physiological functioning, which can, you know, further explain why there's been such an increase in diabetes. I mean, it's beyond just obesity. Hmm. So, and a lot of other illnesses, autoimmune illnesses as well. So, you know, this is, a, we lose our physiological function. So as a result, we go into the stress response, which keeps us adapting. And um, uh, we, you know, become vulnerable to illness and injury, which leads us to number five, which is kind of related to number four, just chemical stress. So yeah. the various products of hygiene industry, you know, what, what we use to keep our clean our houses, what we use to, you know, create our buildings and societies, uh, the pollution that comes from that, that is also a major source of physiological stress. And that also leads to many stress-related illnesses and diseases. It's not all just emotional. So that's basically five. And what they need to do is understand these five categories. And it's basically simple. Just like if you're going on a diet, you might do like a food diary and keep up with your calories. Understand that stress is additive. And the more 
individual stressors you have, the more vulnerable. You, you, you need to treat this as a risk assessment like you would smoking. Smoking is a stressor. You need to treat other stressors the same way you would with wearing a seatbelt or smoking. It's a risk assessment. So you go through in each of those five categories, you list every single stressor that you currently have in your life. And you might have to do that with a friend, a family member, a therapist, self-help group, workshop. You might have to have help with this because you may not recognize it in yourself. Other people might. And then just eliminate every single voluntary stressor that you have the control to eliminate. Is eliminate. That, that is the only thing that truly works. I mean, there is meditation, there's various other methods, but ultimately, since stress is additive, you have to subtract as many as possible, especially in the state that our societies are in right now. We don't need to be stressed when we're in, have to, when we're in this uh, political uh, and economic instability. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally get you. Um... I, I think I need a cigarette. <laughs> There's the stress expert. <laughs> Chemical stress. <laughs> Chemical stress. <laughs> Is it too early to start drinking? It's ten thirty. Here. Well, it's it's nine p.m. So early. Yeah, yeah. Like in your yeah, it's like almost five p.m. where you're at. Yes. But it's 9 p.m. So I guess it's never Oh, too yeah, late. that's true. It's never too early to start drinking, even though I'm not an advocate. And technically, because there's a little human on this show, we can't actually t touch any alcohol yes. or cigarettes or anything like that. We've got that's a right. example. Yeah, no, we're 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 just being funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm a health yeah. nut too. I know, seriously, seriously, because because having too much stress, as you know, is um well, it's the primary reason we age. I mean, that's that's what aging's all about. It's various uh, you know stressors that we haven't been able to fully resolve, and and we start aging. So yes, no no cigarettes, no alcohol, no no nothing until tomorrow night. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No, no, no. We're, 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 we, we, we mostly, we lead very, very healthy lives here. We, we just coffee yes. and yes, chocolate. Just coffee and chocolate. We have to do. <laughs> Seriously, I think, right, that if someone said to me, Chegalola, choose, right, never have hot <laughs> chocolate in your life again or something else that's supposed to be amazing, I'll be like, you know what? Keep that amazing thing. Just let me have my hot chocolate. I don't know. It's, <laughs> have you ever experienced Ecuadorian men? I think I might give up the chocolate. Neil Collins. Neil Collins. I am not even saying anything. I ain't saying nothing else either. Uh, you know, I, I'm not, yeah, Amiga, I'm saying I'm nothing. Going to have to go and but I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Yes. I will go and Google it. <laughs> I will go and Google it. That's all I'm going to say. I will go and Google. Google has the yeah. to everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you'll see exactly what I mean. Oh, you know what? Why am I saying I will go and Google it? Thank God for technology, right? I mean, as much as we hate technology, it is absolutely fantastic. It's there at the top of your fingertips whenever you want it. So, Ecuadorian. <clears throat> and make sure you filter it by the images. 
Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, if you really want the good ones, put in Colombian nun. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my Filtered by videos, videos and images. <laughs> Exponentially. Uh, that's right, damn straight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Seriously. <clears throat> we were talking about stress. Okay, Dr. Mary, seriously, <laughs> you're a distraction. We were talking, yes, what were we saying about stress? Oh my gosh. Gosh, you right. know, you, you, you so, get women together over 30, they're worse than a bunch of sailors, let me tell you. <laughs> oh my good Lord. Oh. Right. I am going to close down Google. Google okay, is better. back for your health. Okay. Yeah, you, you better. Yes, I'm closing <laughs> it down now. Seriously. I am closing. I am closing. Oh, right. Give me a second. But can, 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 oh. I, can, I, can I get serious? Can I get somber here? This is, you know, Surge, Surgeon General's warning, actually. Sorry? Is, is yeah it, let me I, I'll, I'll be serious here for just just a minute you know it's I mean, ultimately you know what what we're looking at is you know a public health crisis <laughs> and you know yeah. yeah i know i know it's crazy it, but where we are we're looking at a public health crisis and um this happened when the soviet union fell as well so you know this happens over and over in history and and i just don't want our culture to fall to the ravages of what mm. the citizens in the former Soviet Union when 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 that all became messy, you know, and and it, because stress is what really brought a lot of this down. This is you know what really messed up the culture. You know, really made times really hard. It was the stress. It was the preventable stress. And you know, again, we're we're going into some crazy times right now, and you know, and. Again, our public health systems aren't really functioning all that well, and they're not going to function even, I mean, you know, another year, it's not going to be any better. It's probably going to be worse. And, and seriously, I, I just want our fellow compatriots, uh, whatever side of the pond they're on, to, to really, you know, they can go to my website, marywingo.com, and get a ton of free information. I mean, this is a humanitarian project. You know, this is something that you know, not a lot of people really understand because it's so complex it took me 20 years 20 yeah. years and i still am no i don't feel like i'm an expert in 20 years yeah. of just you know probably going through 30,000 papers yeah and assimilating and and this is this is really i mean this is something i feel as a human being i, I feel like i need to do so yeah. uh, serious off we, we can go back to being crazy again <laughs> No, 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 it's definitely it, it, important. And something yeah, it really that I was, is important. Yeah, um, something that I was actually, I wasn't hoping to share with my audience yet. 
and I was hoping to sort of spring, spring it as a nice surprise um, because again, you know, stress and you know, the, the world is messed up. And sometimes I think, you know what, the world needs to just end already, okay? Like everyone keeps saying doomsday and, you know, this and that. And I think, you know what, the world should end already because it's just too, it's just too much, right? And so, well, I'm- well, Hold on, hold on, hold on there. If, I'm sorry, I don't mean it. I don't, I don't mean to just be a, a rude American. You know, all of us are pretty, pretty. Um, as we say in Spanish, mal educado. We, we don't have the best, especially in Texas, I'm a Texan, we really don't have, well, we do have some good, not very much good manners, but, but no, but, but no, seriously, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm very concerned. I'm very, very concerned. And, um, you know, we, it doesn't have to be like this, you know, and, and there's, there's a lot of really actionable information that, that your listeners can get for free to educate themselves. Um, yeah. But ultimately, but ultimately, the world's not ending. It's just the Western world that's get, getting kind of funky. The developing world, well, they were more sustainable. They're on a lower energy, you know, carbon footprint. So when they, you know, have a, a crisis, it doesn't hurt as bad. I mean, I know that, you know, there's a lot of propaganda and stuff that you read that, you know, these just, you know, you know, a banana republic crap holes, but that that's just not true. That's not, you know, society goes on pretty good because, because they aren't as stressed. They handle their stress. They're very serious about uh, not getting stressed. And they're very, very, and this comes from the wisdom of the indigenous kind of seeping in to society at large, because ultimately everybody was indigenous before the uh, Spanish colonization. So, but this is the wisdom of the indigenous that from, you know, that goes back thousands of years and yeah, you manage your stress, especially when you're in, you know, politically unstable times, which in many parts of the world is consistent, is constant, you know, they, they deal with it all the time. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's just our societies, you know, we're going, we're going, going to a, a lower energy, lower consumptive, you know, and it, it's going to be a transition, but ultimately it's for the best. It really is. Ultimately. No, yes. Um, I mean, obviously when I said the world gender, I was just saying that in jest. Um, oh, I know. I know. But, but for the Western world, yeah, life is changing. It is changing. We have to reconfigure, definitely. Yeah. Um, definitely. Well, I mean, again, even in the developing world, you know, I think what's possibly the problem is that there might not be as much reporting um, and, and um, as much research that is available in quote unquote the developed world. And what I was trying to say before was that you know um, something that I, I, I was hoping to keep on the hush hush and then spring it out as a surprise is that in the run up to Christmas, so hopefully sometime from November. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a seven part, hopefully, fingers crossed, I can get all the guests um, together, a seven part um, segment on child abuse. Oh, you know, wow, and, you wow, know, that. Yeah, go on. Are, are you going to cover complex uh, post-traumatic stress disorder? Yeah, that's the complex what I was trying to say, that, uh, that, you know, because again, Sometimes the, the child abuse might start off and society might not necessarily understand the impact that it's had on that child's life. And then you fast forward 20, 30 years later, and then it starts manifesting itself. And that on its own is another stress that, you know, a lot of research may not have taken account into 
Oh, 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 you, you have, you have touched on a very important point. Have you ever heard of the, adva uh, 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 the, the adverse childhood experience, aka ACE, it's called ACE, uh, acronym is ACE no. study. Okay, this is a study that's been going on for decades. I mean, probably around, I don't know, I'm guessing around 30 years, Alan Fratelli. And what it is, it's a 10 question questionnaire that basically mm -hmm. asks, as a child, were you exposed to domestic violence, to a parent with mental illness, parent that went to prison, divorce? You know, you have 10 questions, you know, mm -hmm. that uh, sexual abuse, you know, it's just real clear cut, straightforward. Well, and it's just 10 questions. They yeah. have found a stair step, which means like a one-to-one -one correlation. And it, because stress is additive, right? So the high score, if like six or seven of those, if like, say you've got like six out of 10, which yeah. really uh, a lot of us are pretty close to that. I mean, seriously, in modernized society with all the divorces and mental illness and, you know, yeah. especially in the U.S., everybody goes to jail, it seems, you know, we've got a high prison population. The, the chances of somebody being traumatized, well, when you get up to six or seven of those questions, then the odds of you dying, well, you're going to die, the odds of you dying are that you're going to die 20 years before everybody else. It takes 20 years. So like, you know, you add, say, parent parental you know, um, you know, physical abuse, emotional abuse, uh, divorce, mental illness, parents, mental illness, uh, possibly prison, you know, those type of questions. Well, the more you, you, you add up, the greater the stress-related diseases. It's, and this affects somebody 40, 50, 60 years down the road. Yes. You know, they, they look at people and they've studied. And so there is a one-to-one -one direct correlation. The more stress that the more years off your life you shave off. So this is the reason. I'm glad you brought this up. This is the reason why we really need to control stress. Yeah. Because it is when you have something like that, especially when you're stressing a child that doesn't have a developed frontal lobe. Remember, that's our primary stress organ. Well, yeah. that's not developed. It's not developed here in your early 20s. Yes. Yeah. So, so they are very vulnerable to stress, early childhood stress. So definitely. And then complex PTSD. See, that's, you know, when it's, when you're not just traumatized one time, like by one rape or by like one event in the military, but when you're traumatized over and over and over yeah. and you cannot process or resolve, well, that's a special condition con called complex PTSD. And that requires immediate attention because do you know how much just in the u.s um child abuse and neglect costs do you know do you yeah. know how much this costs? It, it costs just for that that alone almost a trillion dollars just in the united wow. states so but and just understand that worldwide output is about 70 trillion a year so just child abuse in the united states is taking around one seventieth of the global output in just financial costs, just that alone, not any other stress. So you can you can see that getting a hold of of um, childhood extreme stress from whatever cause, abuse, or you know exposure to war, or you know extreme poverty. Uh, yes, this needs to be addressed immediately, definitely. Yes, and so absolutely. That I found it about um, I mean I, I've heard about it before but it's again sort of just something that's come more in my uh, what's the word in my line of view 
it's it's usually it used to be called multiple personality disorder but i think they've yep. now recently changed it to dissociative identity disorder yes. and it's literally yes. when your 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 mind literally splits into several different um personalities because you've been through some extreme extreme like as extreme as you can imagine right that yes. your one mind cannot even handle it anymore oh well and let me let me okay let, let me explain to you what's going on and this, this will make things a lot clearer because this is sort of like what really really um victims of abuse they don't understand why they're not you know getting over it well this is yeah. the reason why because extremes just remember it shuts down that frontal lobe right yeah. And especially if you've got a developing brain on top of that okay yes. so it shuts it down so um so okay so you're running on your fight or flight you know your sympathetic nervous system that's your fight or flight mm -hmm. well it's just a bodily mechanism that starts to fatigue because you're under continual stress yeah okay as a child okay so then what happens you go into this alternate mode in in another part of your your nervous system it's a very ancient part it's the part that the um that the that the, that the reptiles have uh it's hmm. their primary form of uh processing information and so you you revert to that and that is where you that's the freeze response so you have the fight flight freeze so yeah. that's your freeze the, the deer in the headlight the dissociation yeah. so dissociation can that that's how all mental illness it, it doesn't matter so you can have multiple personality um issues that's dissociate but you can also have it in depression in manic depression in uh flare-ups of schizophrenia obsessive compulsive overeating uh addiction addiction's a type of dissociation so this yeah. is the common this is that dissociative response you, you brought up it's due to extreme stress this is why we need to avoid extreme stress a little stress is what makes us people right but extreme stress that's not how our ancestors live that's not how we're um uh, wired up extreme stress will cause us to go into those dissociative disorders whatever they are yeah and that is where that well this is where we get slow suicide as a culture um if we if we don't address this yes yes no definitely are you ready are you ready for that cigarette and beer yet <laughs> <laughs> sorry. i'm sorry i i should have been happier i i i should have been more positive but no this is the reason i wrote my book seriously this is the reason why i'm here yeah i know because thing is because it's christmas is approaching and i'm just sort of i think to myself is this really the right time to you know bring up such a sad um you know sad topic but then i thought well actually this is the best time you know because parents yes. you know, might be you know celebrating and just think about all the good things and you know sometimes you know they might forget that you know from january to november you know they need to do i'm not saying the parents don't do it's just they just need that extra extra little reminder to say hey you That's know what right. if there is anything because again i've spoken to a few people and you know i've had you know you know just conversations with friends and whatnot and sometimes children might feel that they don't if they said to their, their parents whatever was going on they may not necessarily be believed so oh, it's yeah. kind of like you oh, know yeah. what let's use this opportunity to make parents remember to say to their children if you have any problems or if you have any issues please 
feel free to tell me. Okay, don't worry. Oh, that it, I it's it's ideal for for people to, because holidays bring out usually the worst in people. I mean, in, in a lot of families, I mean, it triggers. It's very triggering mm. because you know it, it, it. You know, a lot of times people deal with a lot of stress related. Um, um, emotional and mental problems during the holidays. And so it, it's no better time than to manage your stress. So yes, this is, you know, a bit of a dark gray topic because this is reality. This is what's going on. But as we're going into the holidays, and again, we have the stressors of, of a, a very uncertain uh, political and economic future on top of that. And people are probably strapped for money on top of that, you know, yes. because they aren't certain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it makes, it's very important for parents, especially to be able to manage their stress uh, so that they can help their children manage stress. You, you see what I'm saying? Uh, because yeah. the children will get it directly from the adults. If the adults aren't managing it and, you know, and again, when you're a stressed adult, then you may not, like you said, listen to your child. Yes. Yes, no, I, I totally, I totally get it. We, we, we need parents as unstressed as possible because yeah. otherwise, um, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, the, the very young, was it Generation Y or whatever, is going to have a very hard go at it. You've got to have your parents straight yeah. and, and managed, managed, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So how do you think parents can or what do you think parents can do to reduce their stress? Well, OK, number one, go through those five major causes. OK, because they, they may not understand that constantly dicking with your device, which people do. They, that's what they they do it a lot less. What word did I just least. hear you say? Did I just hear you use a D word? Yeah, the, yeah, I'm sorry, messing, messing, <laughs> messing, fixing, dicking, dicking with it, you know, because that's what it is. Because seriously, seriously, always jacking with their devices, gaming, all the, well, they may not, they may think that they're relaxed constantly, but that is a very, very severe strain drain on your um, executive resources in your frontal lobe, your ability to think rationally, constantly dicking with your, elect your, your devices. Yes, yes. So yeah, so I mean, I mean, they may not realize it. They may think they're relaxing. Well, I'm just looking on Facebook, but constantly picking, putting it down, put, you know, every time you get a beep, beep, that, that what that does is that destroys your concentration, that destroys, makes you ADD, basically. Mm. So, so we're synthesizing it. So it's stuff like that people are not realizing. You know, they're not realizing that if you're eating processed food all the time, you're going to mess up your, your gut bacteria, which is going to cause all kinds of problems, all kinds of autoimmune issues. So they might not realize that what they're eating might be the reason why they have to be on steroids all the time and painkillers, I mean, mm. or they're disabled, you know? And so what I'm trying to do is like, so, so what parents need to do is those five major causes and then understand that stress is additive. And if you keep piling it on, piling it on, piling on, then you you are going to take it on in the kids, your ability to think rationally, be patient and be a parent, be a, an effective parent is going to be lessened. So it is very important that um, compassion go out for, for parents. We're not, 
we're not blaming them but compassion and resources go out for them so they can handle their stress better yeah for their children the sake of their children because yeah. because it, it's not the unstressed parents that end up abusing their kids it's the stressed well, parents that can't handle well i'm again i don't have any any figures of this or any quotes but i I don't think so, though, because, right, there are some people who are just really, really messed up upstairs, okay? Yes. Because I was reading something, um, I think it was on Facebook or somewhere, and because I think I was having a conversation with Saul, because this is a topic that's sort of been in my line of view recently, and sometimes it's actually the parents, right? And I know you're sort of going to say, yes, it's because they're stressed. But I don't think, you know, especially with regards to sex abuse, I don't think it is stress that makes a grown ass person abuse a child. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. But what makes an abuser child abuse? You know, you, I mean, how often do you get a pedophile that has just come from nowhere that, okay, they grew up in Beaver's family, you know, the Beaver Cleaver family. And, you know, mom was always there to listen, you know, whenever you had problems and dad always was there, you know, to be with you on the weekend. No, these usually come from extremely dysfunctional of uh, uh, post-traumatic stress situations. Very rarely do you, does an abusive person just come from a vacuum? There's usually something that that culminated that person to act in a damaged way that causes further trauma to other human beings it, it's, it usually doesn't oh oh it's absolutely 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 yes absolutely it doesn't just again or or you know then again uh, occasionally you might have the born psychopath you know? <laughs> but but no no usually speaking you know, if someone's a psychopath, they come from an extremely negligent background. I mean, it usually doesn't come. But occasionally, since this is a brain part, if, say, the mother has poor, like, poor nutrition or is ill or has a hypoxia, low oxygen, well, these brain centers that process empathy can get damaged. So, so someone can be born that way, too. I mean, but usually speaking... You know, because you don't have the level of psychopaths down here in Latin America. It just isn't permitted. I mean, these people get weeded out real quick or, or their parents, the families put immense pressure on them to behave, even if they may not have empathy. So you don't have I mean, you see it um, in differences of culture. This is something that's, you know, a westernized thing that's gotten really bad in the last 50 60 years of the lack of empathy lack of empathy for whatever reason organic or culturally induced familial but yeah hurt, hurt people hurt people hurt other people traumatized mm. people traumatize others that's 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 definitely um you know unless again you know you who have that very rare person with like you know that just isn't wired right he just came out of the you know occasionally you have you do have bad apples you know that's yeah. you know occasionally that but usually speaking hurt people hurt other people but then don't you think though that sometimes someone would say because they've been hurt they don't want to hurt other people 
Well, it, it's true unless you go into that dissociative state and you don't really realize what you're doing. Yeah, that dissociative state is responsible for every addictive behavior, every behavior that we know rationally we shouldn't do. But it, it's again, we never learned how to handle stress. So we basically have exhausted our natural stress responses. And that is the freeze. We go into the freeze and we do all kinds of terrible things that we to ourselves and possibly to others. That's where all self-destructive behavior, behavior, you know, that is bad for you, but you feel such a tension inside of you and you can't stop yourself. You don't have the frontal lobe mechanisms because it's been so stressed to stop you. So yeah, that's, that's, you know, people usually are not in their rational minds when they're abusing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That they're you, usually, very, you usually, usually they don't realize, usually they don't realize how bad they're coming off, how loud they're being, how, you know, how hard they're hitting. You know, usually they don't realize it. They're, it's a lack of awareness. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So abused people, if they don't, you know, take care of themselves, they, again, they're at risk of abusing others. I mean, it's, you know, this is how the cycle of abuse it goes down through families, through generations. Okay. Well, this is a very sad topic and I'm sure we didn't start off the day thinking we we're going to end up on this sad, <laughs> sad and very, very scary note. But, but, it, you know what? It is good information. And we could still have that cigarette and beer. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I need one, even though I've never smoked a day in my life. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> is it too late to start drinking? No, I just... <laughs> well, well no, it's, but... it's almost, it's, it's five o'clock here now. Yes. Um, no, it's not too late. And like I said, I'm sure it's, it's like midnight somewhere. So it's never too late to start. Yeah. Well, we, I think we have to go over to China for that. <laughs> yeah, you just need to dial someone's number in China. Like, oh, hey, let's, yeah, let's start drinking. Are you having a party? Let's party. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I hope you would you come. You know, when I'm when I'm organizing the seven part series, and you will come Absolutely. up with some solutions. Okay. Right. I don't want us to always end up in a sad note. I want some solutions. So that's your homework from me now. Solution, solution, solution. That's what I want. Yes. Does that sound like a plan? Yes, sounds like a plan. And um, just uh, bring me back and we will talk at any uh, angle of stress, at any angle that you want, in any depth okay. that you want. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Thank you very much. We've had loads of fun. Actually, no, scratch that. It was not fun. It was really horrible and depressing and talking about abuse <laughs> and whatnot. Um, I, I, should, should should I go play in the highway? <laughs> okay, I'm not even sure. I was thinking of, I was trying to think of something really witty to say to Dad, but I'm just going to be No, actually, it's been a wonderful show, and and we have we've touched on some very very good topics, some very important tops topics for for your listeners. Yes, because again, you know, the year is coming to an end, you know, we all forget, yes. sometimes we forget about stuff. And I think it's just important to just be reminded that, you know what, the world is not all black and white, and it's not filled with rainbows and sunshine. Um, and if we can do so that I hope that my job would be done, if one person listens to the show, 
um, especially this um, seven part series that I'm going to do and take something away from it and does something with it. Even if it's just to say to a child that they know that look, right? If you're uncomfortable about anything because of someone, just feel yes. free to come. My job is I feel so much fulfilled if at least one. That's right. Yes. So, anywho, hopefully we'll catch you again in the virtual cafe. And sorry you didn't get your drink. The little human has literally been raiding my my oven, right? Because before you came, I was raising the little one, and so she literally just goes and brings a piece and puts it on next to me, and I'm looking at her, and she's had it, and she's had like four already, and you wouldn't even know she's only one. Well, she's going to be two next month. <laughs> You know, so she's she's almost a big girl, but she's like, you know what? Every single time, you know, that I'm on the um, I'm on the show, she just ignores. I like I ignore her, and so she's then found a way to get what she wants. Last week, do you know what she did? Right? What so, what did she do? Right. So she normally knows where the ice cream is. Okay, and I have to say that this is a one year old, right? So she knows where ice cream is, and she then I said to her, "You are not allowed to have anything." behind my back if you want anything i need to see it first right so before the show she then points to the freezer and i was like nope it's getting cold no more ice cream you can't have ice cream every single day right then when the show was about to start i'd gotten out my headphones i was about to press <laughs> she literally flopped herself down and started screaming <laughs> I, like, I know what you're doing you're trying to manipulate me this little human of mine beloved little human of mine <laughs> so, oh she's got you figured out yes because she knows that when she sees me getting my laptop out and i'm doing i press she knows what the screen for you know to connect the call looks like um so i said okay fine i will give in right just for everyone's sanity, because I'm sure the listeners would not be particularly happy if the little human, who's supposed to be getting the drinks, is screaming. Right, so I said, okay, fine. <laughs> you can have one ice cream. So it's one of those chalk ice creams. You know the ones that it's ice cream in the middle, but then it's got a nice chocolate block all around it. So it's like a chocolate oh, yeah. ice cream. Oh, oh, e Ecuador's got the best ice cream in the world, um, Amiga. They've got the best <laughs> ice cream. Yes, yes. Okay, well, we'll have to try those to see as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next time. Yeah. So I gave her one ice cream. And then, actually, when I put my headphones down and got up, you should have seen her dancing. Like, she knew what she had done. Okay? She was like, yes, I knew it. This would work. So she was <laughs> all the way to the freezer. So I gave oh, her one. She, she felt the power. Let me tell you. She felt the yeah. power. Okay, so whilst I was there talking, you know, we started the show, I was talking, talking, talking. Next thing, she comes to me with ice cream, another ice cream, you know, bar in her hand. I was, just, I was in the middle of talking, so I couldn't literally stop and say, uh, please, listeners, hold on, let me go and talk to this little human, because she's trying to push my buttons, right? So I just looked, I looked at it, looked at her, and I, I was like, okay, you know what, just two. Nothing can go wrong with that, right? I mean, if she's a little human, let her have fun. Then I was talking, 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 talking. Next thing I know, she comes back again with another ice cream bar, making three. I looked at her, didn't say anything. I continued talking. Chop, 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 chop. And just as we're saying now goodbyes, guess what? This little human, darling, beloved child of mine, comes back with another ice cream. Four. 
Oh and my gosh. Oh, but me big. Oh, she, yeah. <laughs> and then they say one year olds don't know anything. <laughs> you know, she does the same thing that my guinea pigs and cat used to do. It's definitely, <laughs> definitely pet. Yeah, my, my, my pets would do the same thing. You know, when I needed to be on the phone talking to a client, that's when they, yeah, they start walking all over the keyboard and you know, scratching your leg, you know. Yes, just, just, just trying to, you just push the button. So she had four ice creams in that day. And I was like, yeah, that's it. No more ice cream till the end of the year. So she's been banned. And she's not <laughs> ice cream again. So that's why she thought, okay, you know what? This thing's not going to, if she knows that, if she tries that, you know, it's not going to work. So this time she thought, I'm going to read my something. So yeah, so that's it. Well, but it sounds like, it sounds like you, you, you need to put a padlock on your refrigerator to keep out, keep out burglars. She's not tried the freezer thing anymore because you know she she had you know I gave her the mummy look you know that look where we were like <laughs> yeah yeah so she's had that look and she's like yes that can only work once tricks only work once you do it the first time you get away with it the second time it's not going to work again so she's she's removed her <laughs> micro ice cream no more she's not allowed to go anywhere near the freezer she doesn't even think about it so she's like yeah let's go let's go radio the oven this time around. Uh, but you know what, Dr. Mary, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the show. Yes, um, yes. And I will go and act like I'm going to delete the history of Colombian men from my browser. That's what I'm. Yeah, yes, you better, you better do that because yeah, you 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 want to keep focus uh, going into yes. uh, Friday night. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to go. That's what I'm going to attempt to do now. I'm not going to look at it. I will keep my eyes shut and I will just delete it from my browser history. Colombian men. That's it. Okay, so fingers <laughs> crossed, you know, we'll have you on the show again and you can have give us some positive news on how we can deal with all the stress in our lives. Absolutely. You have a wonderful evening, Amiga. Thank you very much, and you too as well. Thank you. Okay, then. Bye now. Bye bye.